When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi, and welcome to Be a Better Partner Week on How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host, and I'm coming to you today with a tip that will help you think differently about the things your partner does or ways your partner is that drive you crazy. Because let's be honest, we all have things about our partner that make us nuts. One thing I have seen again and again in my work as a coach, my decades of dating before I met my husband, and in my now 14 years of marriage, today is our anniversary, pray for us. It's that it's the flip side of the things that initially draw you to someone are also what drive you crazy. It's the yin and yang of life. The very thing that draws you to someone is also the thing that repels you. For example, my husband is an artist, straight up since he was in second grade when he drew a picture of King Kong on the blackboard for the class. This guy has been a maker of things. He is creative and intuitive and totally left of center in his thinking. I don't mean that politically. I just mean that he sees and thinks about things in a way that is different from how most people see and think about them. And the night we met, his creative flair is precisely what drew me to him. We met at a prom party of all places, where you were supposed to dress as if you were going to prom. All the men at this party were playing it safe, wearing blazers and khaki pants, which, need I point out, is not what you wear to prom. My husband, on the other hand, was wearing, truly, the most hideous tux I had ever laid eyes on. He had a lavender ruffly shirt, an orange bow tie, and an ecru brocade double-breasted jacket with black piping, and actual tux pants. It was like he had his peacock feathers out, and I noticed and liked him immediately. Once we started dating, I loved hearing his point of view and how different it was from mine. I loved his creativity and how he lived life on his own terms. Now, can you guess what things about him get on my nerves? The flip side of all that creativity. For example, his messiness, his love of starting new projects and not necessarily finishing the old ones, and while most of the time I do feel we're in sync, the times when he sees something so differently from me. But guess what? I can't be surprised or angry that I fell in love with an artist who is also messy and constantly has several projects in various states of completion going on. You don't get to cherry pick your partner's qualities. However, it really does help to remember that when they are driving you crazy, it's because it's the other side of the coin of what you value in them the most. Maybe your partner has a huge heart and you love how much they care about you and other people. You can't judge them then that you find out that they have been known to lend money to friends in need. You can absolutely talk to them about ways to support their friends that don't threaten your mutual financial stability, but you can't judge them for it. That's them being who they are. If you can understand where they're coming from and why they make the choices that they do, then the situation becomes workable. If you're just sitting there thinking how stupid they are because they do this thing over and over again, well, that's not very workable now, is it? 
I'm not saying that you're just stuck with someone's annoying habits. If it's seriously impacting your quality of life, you can absolutely open a dialogue with them about how to find a happy medium where they can retain who they are and you can get what you need. Using the crawl method that I shared in the Relate Don't Manipulate episode that aired yesterday can absolutely help you do this. And if you need more support than that, so can couples counseling, which I believe everybody should do at some point in their relationship because we all need objectivity from time to time. Acknowledging that what drives you crazy is the flip side of what you love most about someone helps you find your way to acceptance instead of resistance. When you accept something, it doesn't mean you give up all hope of changing it. It just means you set down your judgment of it. That's when you can see it more clearly. And because our partners can pretty much always sense what we're feeling, even if we don't say it, when you set down your judgment of that thing that drives you crazy and helps them stop feeling defensive about it and resisting any requests, or, let's face it, nags from you to change it. Acceptance shifts the dynamic, and that's when new possibilities start to make themselves apparent. I have found again and again that when I accept something I cannot change, the energy around it shifts so much that the thing that felt so intractable shifts a little bit all on its own. Maybe it's just my perception and not necessarily reality, but whatever, I'll take it. So think about it. What's the flip side of the things you love about your partner that drive you crazy? Can you lean a little harder into the loving of those things? And hopefully that will help your frustration with the flip side lessen. Can you accept them as a whole package, flip sides and all? Because here's the thing. If there's something about your partner that you're finding it very difficult to accept, there's probably something about you that you're also struggling to accept. It's very difficult for us to do for others what we can't do for ourselves. Relationships are mirrors. They show us ourselves, flaws and all. What does this have to do with you? I hope that seeing the flip side will help you uncover a new level of understanding and acceptance of your partner and of yourself. Come back tomorrow when I'm talking about how to keep your relationship strong even after disagreements and fights. There's a secret ingredient that most of us are never taught that I'm excited to share with you tomorrow. Peace. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 